Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, Matt Pauley on America's Sports Voice. KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. We have reached the end of the week. It is a Friday, our final Gray Bar Sports Open Line of the week, and we've got uh, we got a lot going on tonight. We got a lot going on this weekend. A huge Missouri football game tomorrow in Athens. Uh, City SC on Sunday playing for their playoff lives, trying to extend their season. You've got the Blues at home tonight and tomorrow night. There's just uh, there's a whole lot going on, and we're going to get into uh, most of it over the course of the next two hours. As always, we welcome you in. If you'd like to join us, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. A special hello to all of our viewers who are watching the program via Facebook and uh, Twitter on the uh, KMOX Sports account. Uh, if you don't catch us on the radio more often than not you can catch us on the uh, video stream um and yeah we've got that going on here on kmox uh coming up this hour we'll talk uh, missouri football and a little missouri uh basketball uh we'll uh, do that coming up in our next segment we'll talk city sc santiago beltran is set to uh, join us at uh, 6 35 we'll hear a little from uh, craig baruby leading into uh, the blues matchup against the devils we'll play some of that audio at about uh 6 45 or so next hour we'll be joined by bob ramsey we'll get a preview of the bilkins basketball season they are getting underway on monday of course we are your home for bilkins basketball we will have every single game for you uh right here and can't wait to uh here, Rammer and Oral Austin Jr. doing those. You know all is right in the world when you are hearing Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. broadcast Billikens basketball, and they are going to uh, be doing just that coming up on Monday when they take on Southern Indiana. Next week, they're going to play three games. They're going to play on Monday against Southern Indiana. They're going to take on a uh, Lincoln team on Wednesday night, and then they'll play a Saturday game against Illinois State. All three of those games will be played inside of the Chaffetz Arena, and all three of those games, like every game, will be heard right here on KMOX. We continue to move forward through the baseball offseason. Now four days out from the start of free agency officially beginning. And I'll just continue to remind you, and you've heard it over and over, and it remains true. Just because baseball free agency is underway 
doesn't really mean that baseball free agency is underway. And what I mean by that is it's a slow start. It's not the NBA. It's not the NFL. It's not other sports where the moment that free agency opens up, there is a frenzy. And the reason is pretty simple. In the NBA, there's a salary cap. So teams have a very finite amount of money that they are able to spend. So if you're a free agent in the NBA and you want to get yours, you take the big contract early. Because if you don't take the big contract early and everybody spends their money, that same amount of money might not be around when you come back around for it. In baseball, there's no salary cap. So agents are going to try to play teams against each other. They're going to let things play out a little bit. They're going to try to assess the market. You'll get a small deal done here and a small deal done there uh, when, when there's just clear fits and it's not big-time money. Teams will bring back some of their own free agents uh, that they'd already been talking to, and you can do that right now. There's nothing stopping you right now from signing one of your own free agents. So you'll see some small moves, but when it comes to the big moves – Winter meetings time, that's when things really start to happen. Last year, a lot went down at the winter meetings, and you move forward from there in terms of trades. There will start to be some talk at the GM meetings, which uh, are about two weeks out. So the GM meetings kind of starts the process on potential trades. The winter meetings are where you know agents start to get involved, so then free agency becomes a thing. But you're just you're not going to see a lot, and, and I I. I think that's frustrating for baseball fans, especially if you're a Cardinal fan. You're coming off a really tough season, and you have heard so much over the last three, four months about the Cardinals are going to do this, and they're going to do that, and they're going to add three starting pitchers, and they're going to be very active, and this is the most important offseason since 1996. Like all these, and look, a lot of these things have come out of my mouth. I'm not trying to mock these things, but you've just heard them. Over and over and over and over again. I've said them a million times. I'm sick of saying them. I can't tell you how happy I was that the baseball season came to an end. Because it finally felt like the storyline was going to change a little bit. It finally felt like there was we could take steps forward. Because once the baseball season ended for the Cardinals, once the regular season was done... What the and you could make the argument that even leading into that, because we knew for a while that the Cardinals weren't going to be a postseason club, and the the attention had been turned to 2024 for quite some time. Now, at least when the season was still going, there were things that were happening in games that we were able to talk about. But essentially, it has been a while since anything has happened, since there's been anything of note to talk about, and we're finally at a point in. It's slow right now, but we're finally at a point where we're into the offseason. We're going to start to hear rumblings. We're going to start to get those uh, reports from the from the you know the the, the John Morosis and the John Haymans and uh, the Ken Rosenthal's of the world about you know this team is talking with this agent and um, that that's when we start to have some fun and we start to warm up that hot stove a little bit. So. Uh, we'll continue to get into that. We didn't talk about it yesterday. I meant to talk about it yesterday and never got into it. I know it was talked about a lot here on KMOX, so we'll just push the conversation back a day here on Sports Open Line. ESPN did their way-too-early power rankings for next season. The Cardinals were not very high. They were bottom third in baseball. That actually surprised me a little bit. 
But was it the right spot for them based off where they're at? We'll talk about that coming up uh, later on in the program. So, so much to get to, but we will uh, switch gears and we'll talk uh, Missouri athletics, specifically Mizzou football. Can they knock off Georgia? Can they go into Athens and beat Georgia? Do they have it in them? We'll discuss coming up in just a moment. It's a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. This is a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauley. We're about to head back to the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. There is a huge college football game tomorrow in Athens, Missouri and Georgia. You could make the argument that's the uh, biggest game in uh, college football. It's certainly one of the biggest uh, two or three. And to uh, talk about that, we're very happy to uh, welcome in a guy who covers uh, Missouri athletics for the uh, Columbia Daily Tribune. He is Chris Kwasinski, and he joins us right now again via the Quiver River electric guest line uh chris thanks so much for taking some time with us yeah thanks for having me on well let's start with the big question does missouri have a chance tomorrow <laughs> isn't that the million dollar question yeah uh, uh i i think so i think they do and i think the reason why is because you look at last year you can look at exactly what happened where they were leading georgia by 10 points going to the fourth quarter and uh i think we we're asked about this in the bye week is this team afraid uh, or is this team believe it's counted out, you know, before the kickoff even starts? And the team says no, and that belief, I think, echoes through kind of based off what happened last year, but also based off of what Mizzou has done so far this season going 7-1. and one. There's This team is unquestionably better from where it's been. Uh, it's got a, a, It's got loads of confidence. It's got confidence in its offense, especially its defense, which has taken a step forward in the last couple of weeks, too. There's definitely a chance. 
Missouri's clearly better this year than last year. Some people would say George is not as good this year as, as they were last year. Would you agree with that? See, this is this is always a trick question, isn't it? Because you want to you want to pick the national champs. You want to say, well, they're number two in the college football playoff instead of number one, and uh, Ohio State's up there. But I, you know, at this point, until someone says otherwise, meaning if someone beats Georgia, then you can't you can't really discount them. You really can't pick pick them too much. I mean, the last time they lost the game was December fourth, two thousand twenty-one. It's almost been two calendar years since they lost the football game. So. Uh, until someone proves otherwise, which it beats them on a football field com- complete game uh, through uh, the four quarters, then I don't think you can say, well, they're better or worse in the last couple of years. And you can point to a lot of the draft picks, but this is a team that seemingly has figured out how to reload on five stars and NFL draft picks too. Yeah, I, I don't think many people would challenge the idea that Georgia has – more athletes, maybe more talent, and that doesn't all. They're, they're you know more talented team, more athletic teams lose every week in college football. Uh, but when that that's part of the challenge here for Missouri, and that's part of why they're two touchdown underdogs because they are going to be outmanned on the field. Would you agree with that? Uh, that's usually the the sentiment, isn't it? It's it's uh, right now. When you look at the rosters and you kind of piece together, well, like you said, there's a lot of five stars and four stars on that Georgia team and Mizzou's comprised of a handful of four stars, a lot of three stars and one or two, five stars. And, uh, but, but I think it's the, the fact that the Mizzou is better than the sum of its parts. I think that's always been the case with this program. And uh, we're starting to see Drinkwitz hit a stride with that too, while also sprinkling in some of those elite talents that we've seen from Georgia. And uh, not, not to mention Luther Burden, the third is uh, obviously the St. Louis native who's, uh, become a huge sensation for Mizzou and uh, Bolitnikoff finalist in my mind this year uh, was a five-star that picked Mizzou over Georgia for, uh, for the, the reasons of being a hometown hero and all that stuff too. So uh, we're starting to see the, le- the playing field level out a little bit. You can point out to the fact that Drinkwitz is, is a really good recruiter. Also the NIL situation probably helps too, but I, I think right now it, it is, it is that and it's the, the fact that there's a lot that Georgia has that Missouri doesn't, but you know that's why you got to play the game. Can you quantify the benefit of coming off an off week for this game? Yeah, everybody's healthier. Uh, I think we we heard that Tuesday. Uh, we heard that a little bit too. That this team got a chance to just take a breath. I know after the South Carolina game, we were all wondering, hey, you know, uh, how do you feel after 12 straight weeks of football? After going back to preseason camp and going through eight weeks of the regular season, I know Cody Schrader is the one that said it best. Where he was like, "I'm so excited for the break." He was so excited as to take a just take a week off and not not get that contact. Uh, but but right now with this team that's healthy, with Cody Schrader healthy, but also uh, some other key players like Brady Cook getting uh, getting back healthy too, uh, getting to rest some of those nagging injuries. It, it's exactly where you want to be going up against a Georgia team where you're going to need everything you've got to, to beat a team, especially on the road in Athens. We're talking with uh, Chris Kwasinski from the uh, Columbia Daily Tribune. Uh, um, this is the, the this is the two thirty game on CBS. This is clearly a huge game, and Missouri hasn't played the two thirty game on CBS very often. And there's nothing wrong with being excited for that and being up for that. And I'm sure everybody associated with the program is. But at the same time, you can't make the game bigger than it is. It also happens to be you know, your Week 10 matchup, your conference matchup for the week. How do those two things get kind of evened out where you're ready to be excited you know, from a team standpoint? They're ready to be excited for this thing, but they, they just they, they can't get overhyped for it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's the balancing act, isn't it? You know, because there's so many more things at play. And at the end of the day, even if you lose this game, it's not the end all be all. I mean, this is the kind of game, if you're Mizzou, that it's the one that you've always wanted to play in, especially for if you're Eli Drinkwitz. For the last uh, three years of the Drinkwitz era, this is everything that he's been building up for, everything that he's building up to with his recruiting, with his uh, with his talent, with his game design, with his game plan, and even the maturity of saying, well, I'm going to go out and hire an offensive coordinator and take that off my plate so I can be a better CEO and a better head coach. And right now, uh, you can pour everything into one game, but just know that even if Mizzou loses this game, they're still going to be playing in a really solid bowl game. Uh, there's still a handful of games on the rest of the schedule, including Florida and Arkansas, uh, that are very, very winnable, especially Arkansas, which is a program we've seen kind of sputter the last couple of weeks. And even though that one's on the road, they bring Tennessee into town too for the next two and or, uh, for the, the next two home games are uh, Tennessee and Florida. So I mean, there there's plenty of other chances to prove that this team is going in the right direction. You can still build that excitement. You can still capitalize on that. But make no mistake, I mean, this is a top 15 game, a top 12 game, depending on what rankings that you're looking at for the first time since I want to say 2013, 2014. And there's there's every reason to be excited about it and you can feed off of that you can take that to georgia and use that to the best of your ability to motivate these players drinkwitz has done a fantastic job recruiting even coming off years where they haven't played great um have they're having a fantastic season right now ryan wingo notwithstanding do you feel like there's even more recruiting momentum as a result of the season that they're having right now yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I think right now when you look at the pieces starting to fall together, they were getting guys like William Snow and Ari from the KC area before the season even began. Now that they're 7-1, and one, it's that whole, hey, that was a process, and they trust the process. They got guys that came in and said, well, if we're winning with these guys who are three stars and four stars, and we're not only doing that, but we're 7-1 and one at the break, imagine what we can do with you on our end too. And it's a little bit difficult, yeah, when you lose out a recruiting battle, but, you know, this – uh, never, nothing's really ever over until the papers are signed and sealed and delivered, right? And I think right now uh, that's what it comes down to. And if you can find a way to, to capitalize on that momentum, you're only looking at uh, only looking at better times for Missouri football. All right, let's switch gears very quickly before we let you go. Missouri basketball they open up their season on Monday. They are going to host Arkansas Pine Bluff. Uh, the the roster looks different. A lot of the high end uh, scoring from last year's team doesn't exist anymore. But there are some pieces back, and there's also a lot of new players as well. And we obviously saw uh, what Coach Gates was able to do uh, last year. What's the internal excitement in, in Columbia? People around the program for the program as they get ready to start what could be a pretty solid season. I think the excitement really revolves around the fact that we really didn't know too much about what Dennis Gates' program was going to be about at this point last year. You know, we, we were wondering what was that going to look like? What was the starting five going to look like? Uh, how how big of a factor would Kobe Brown be? What, how would this team even make a dent in the SEC, given everything that's going on, all the changes that they've had? And right now we're coming off a NCAA tournament season where they won their first tournament game in, in, since 2010. And we have a bucket load of solid transfers that are going to go up with these incredible incoming freshmen. And I know this sounds like hyperbole, but these players are really talented. We're seeing, obviously, Eli Drinkwitz recruited at a high level, but Dennis Gates is doing the same. He's getting guys that are fitting his program, that are playing the modern style of basketball that we're really coming to see from his program, a very fast, quick pace team that likes to shoot a lot of threes. But also one that needs to learn how to rebound better. And they went out and they fixed those issues. They have addressed the issues of height with Connor Vanover and 
Uh, Jordan Butler, my boy Bay, Bay Jack, I know got a shout out today during Dennis Gates' press conference as a guy that's uh, become a lot uh, a lot more improved along with Caleb Brown, Kobe Brown's brother. Uh, I know Caleb has really taken steps. He went to the portal but came back to Mizzou because he believes in this system. And um, it's exciting when you can sit back and say, well, it's easy to kind of get on board with that, especially when the, the proof is in the pointing after just one year. The three players that got mentioned, you tweeted uh, this out. Lots of people uh, sent this out following his uh, Dennis Gates' media appearance today. Sean East, Nick Honor, Noah Carter. Those are the three guys that really got talked about today, it seems like. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was funny because earlier in October, we had a media day and we got to meet all the team. And I mentioned that to uh, associate head coach Charlton Young. And I said, yeah, these are the old guys, right? And he said, yeah, even their parents call them the old guys because they've been around college basketball for so long. And uh, I think it's it's interesting to note that. And you can chuckle at the lighthearted joke about being old, sure. But it just means that these guys have played a, a lot of basketball. These guys have seen a lot. Yeah, their mileage is up there. But if this team can revolve around that and have a high uh, sister turnover ratio, which Sean East and Noah, uh, no, excuse me, Nick Honor have shown at the point guard position, but also Noah Carter, uh, being able to shoot the ball, rebound the ball, and, and just handle the ball too is a that stretch that stretch big. And uh, if you can build lineups around those guys, then you're talking about having immediate success. And in a year where Mizzou's really up the ante a little bit, where they've scheduled more difficult teams, there's Memphis on, uh, next Friday, a week from today. There's also Minnesota. There's Kansas again in Lawrence this time. So the the the, the difficulty of this team has kind of gone up a little bit. And it's time for this, this, uh, the coaching staff to kind of say, uh, show that they can come up with these lineups that can win games, especially big games on the road at home and even in, in neutral settings too. He is Chris Kwasinski. He covers Missouri athletics for the Columbia Daily Tribune. To follow him on Twitter at OchoK underscore. Chris, thank you uh, so much for uh, taking the time. We always appreciate your thoughts. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. There's Chris Kwasinski joining us via the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. We'll take a break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk some City SC soccer. Santiago Beltran, Spanish play-by-play announcer for City SC, he joins us in just a moment as we roll on with the Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes Smith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back at it on a Friday night. Man, it's a, we got a lot of stuff going on downtown. The Metallica concert. I think Matt Pajeski and myself are the only people 
in the city of St. Louis that are not going to the Metallica concert uh, tonight, it feels like. The Blues are playing uh, this evening. There's a whole lot going on. And then coming up on uh, Sunday, not in St. Louis, it'll be... uh, Across the state and across the border into Kansas, but uh, City SC will be in action against Sporting KC, and we're happy to be able to go to the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. Welcome back on to the program. He is the Spanish language play-by-play voice for City SC. He is Santiago Beltran, and he joins us right now. Santiago, thanks for taking some time. Uh, how, how excited are you for what's uh, as big of a match as City's ever played in their short history coming up on Sunday? Thanks for having me, Matt. I'm really excited. This is one of those games. Uh, it's do or die. Uh, it's a game the team will have to uh, get a result. It's a position the team hasn't been in since the beginning of the season. Uh, so excited, excited, excited to go to um, Kansas City and uh, do uh, the broadcast of the game, see what the guys have in store for this game. And it's the fifth time these two teams play each other this season so they know each other very well it'll be interesting to see what each team uh, will have at the beginning of the game sporting cases or price city last week uh, with what they did during the game uh, they didn't use the style they used in the previous three games so we'll see what what city can do to uh to counteract that and hopefully they will come back to uh St. Louis for uh, game number three on this series. City has spoken openly that maybe they were not as aggressive as they would have liked to have been in that first matchup. Is it easy to to ramp up that aggressiveness and, and just the, the energy and everything that goes along with it, the things that they want to do better in game two compared to game one? Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure the team has, has been working on that. They, they know it's, a, it's an elimination game and it's important to to dominate, to uh, to impose your style right off the bat, and the first 15, 20 minutes of the game are going to be very important. And if the team can find a goal um, within that time frame, I think the game will will open up a lot, and the team will 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 be able to to get the result that it needs to be able to come back home with a chance to uh, to stay in the playoffs. It's an odd situation, just the way the game of soccer is played. You don't very often, you know, best of three series are somewhat rare. Playoffs are rare in soccer. Playing a team for a fifth time, a sixth time in a season, like those things just don't happen. Is it, how do you assess the, the things that can change in a game when you are as familiar and comfortable with your opponent as uh, City is with Sporting KC? Well, I think that's that's part of the strategy. The the two teams know what each other can do, the style of play. But if you go back to um, last week, Sunday's game at at City Park, Kansas City wasn't as aggressive as they usually are, and they basically gave the ball to a uh, city and basically told them, "Okay, I'm gonna wait here for you, beat me." And that's not what City is used to do. City is used to uh, basically do it the other way, wait until the opponent is attacking and use the press to recover the ball and do quick transition. So um, I think if that's what the Sporting KC is going to do, I think City is going to have to modify its style. And uh, there, there will be a little bit of press, but I think you have to balance it more with, with building up the back and uh, transition it quickly when you have the ball. 
they there was a lot of talk about they they possessed it too much, which is kind of a weird thing to say. But they're not a possession based team. They're a they're a quick strike team. Um, how do you how do you change the just based off the way that Sporting KC was playing them? What can City do to be that team that maybe can get those those quicker strikes? Is it is it about adding a second striker and going with a different alignment? Is it just about uh, the way that you go about it when you have possession? Take me through that. Yeah, definitely different. Doing something different when you have possession. Uh, if you go back to to Sunday's game, City was uh, I kind of been patient. Uh, Passing the ball from from side to side, and then uh, getting eventually getting to midfield, but um, that didn't work. And um, Sporting KC was able to take advantage of uh, some of the short opportunities they got. Uh, so to me, is yeah, if you have, if you are given that possession, try to uh, build the play faster and attack faster. Maybe use more uh, long balls. Uh, and this is not the style the team has been using the whole season, but in a game like this, you, you have to find some balance and find some different things you can do to be able to beat uh, an opponent like Sporting KC that if they do the same thing they did last week, uh, you have to, to change and do something different. And part of that could be uh, including that second attacker the other thing uh, that I think will be beneficial will be uh, having uh, Edward Leuven, uh in a more offensive role uh, last week. And in, for the last few weeks, he has been uh, playing as a double pivot with Tabula Blom in midfield. But uh, earlier in the season, he had more of like he had more freedom to uh, go on offense and help build plays. I think the team needs to uh, go back to that and, and get and give Leuven uh, a little bit more freedom. What What are you hearing in terms of City fans being able to uh, infiltrate and get into Kansas City? I know I've seen some stuff on social media where Sporting KC fans are trying to make sure that there aren't many tickets available. I think I saw that ticket prices may have been raised here over the last couple of days. Are City fans going to be finding their way into Kansas City on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm sure there will be a, a good contingent from St. Louis going to to Kansas City, uh, and yeah, you are correct. Like, uh, yeah, the fans have been trying to to basically um, motivate other fans to to buy more tickets and fill the stadium, and uh, ticket prices have been raised. But I think that happened too late um, after the regular season ended, and uh, and City knew it was going to play uh, Sporting KC after that Wednesday after they playing the play game, I saw a lot of people in social media that were buying tickets. And uh, I, I was curious, and I, and I checked, and uh, the tickets were still very affordable, and I saw uh, people uh, talking about it in social media. So I think a lot of people were able to get the tickets at that uh, favorable price. And still, even with the prices uh, going up, uh, I still see activity and, and people who are getting ready to to go to uh, Kansas and, and support the team. He is uh, Santiago Beltran. He is the Spanish language play-by-play voice for City SC. Santiago, thank you so much for the time. Have a great call, and uh, I hope it's not going to be your last one. We're hoping for uh, more soccer to be played for City SC this year. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, Matt. Always a pleasure, and, and yeah, I'm confident uh, we'll be back 
at City Park on November 11th for a third game. All right, I love to hear it. Santiago Beltran confident that City SC will be back in St. Louis for a game three against Sporting KC. So uh, there you go. The like the trendy. I, I'm going to make some enemies on this one. I'm not trying to. I get it why people do it. Sometimes I just don't get into kind of everybody's calling Sporting Kansas City, Kansas. You know, there's all these there's all these like things going on between the two teams. I, I think it's just kind of stupid and silly that in the game notes that Sporting KC puts out and in their preview stories like on their website they don't capitalize City or anything. Like it's all it's all fun, I guess, but I think it's kind of dumb and petty. So the name of the I I hate it when the people in Kansas City do that that stuff about City. I don't I'm 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 not going to call Sporting KC Kansas. Just not my thing. If you want to do it, have fun with it. Do your thing. But every time I hear somebody say that, um, and it's even the the player, everybody's doing it. I'm like the one person who's who is not doing it. This is my island that I'm going to be on. But I have not yet started to uh, to call them just Kansas um, and. I don't know. It's fun, though. It's it's all part of the rivalry. That's how things go. All right, uh, when we come back, we are going to uh, talk a little St. Louis Blues hockey. They are back at tonight. They're going to match up against the uh, New Jersey Devils, trying to bounce back after a tough one against the Colorado Avalanche a couple nights ago in Denver. Who are the Blues? <laughs> I say that like I'm going to answer that question. I don't have an answer for you. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, we heard from Craig Berube earlier today. We'll get uh, some of his comments on what he's expecting going into tonight's matchup. We'll do that next as we roll on with a Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. Matt Pajeski, I love it when you play this song. I don't like it. Takes me back to Ken Wilson broadcasting the blues on Channel 11. Every time I just hear his voice, I hear the song and I hear St. Louis Blues Hockey. Brought to you by. So good. So good. You're bringing me back to my youth. Long time ago. Yeah. Yes, it was. Welcome back in. It's a great bar sports open light here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauly. If you want to uh, chime in, if you want to, if you would like to send a text to tell Matt Pajeski how much you appreciate that song being played, uh, you can just text in at 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, and uh, I will pass along the note to him. Blues are back at tonight as they are going to match up against the New Jersey Devils. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, Sometimes I think things and I say, if somebody said this to you on the radio, what would your response be? Because I know, I, I, I know I'm like talking out of both sides of my mouth. I, I realize it and I hate it. I'm, I'm really annoyed at myself right now on how I'm thinking about the blues because I've been the guy that's like, you got to get like a month in, you got to get 20, 30% of the season in before anything really matters. Just tread water, just stay in the neighborhood of 500 and let this thing kind of come together. And I, I wasn't even like, I wasn't that upset about their six, two loss against Arizona. They didn't play well. It's a bad Arizona team and they got run off the ice, but you know, those things happen in an 82 game season. Then they had that loss against Winnipeg and that's when Craig Berube comes out and he's changing the lines up and everything. Um, and they came back and they won against Calgary in a pretty convincing fashion. I was like, okay, the things are going to get better. 
But then these last two games, they lost against Vancouver 5-0. They did not play well. It was it was the second night of a back-to-back, but still. And then the the one, like, hope I had was that they would just once again do the thing they've done all year long, and that's bounce back after bad losses, and they don't. Uh, they did not look good against Colorado. They look completely outmanned against Colorado. And and that was it for me where I'm just like, oh, man, this is not – it's not going to be a good season. Somebody has to convince me right now that it's going to be okay, that everything is going to be okay. The The words that generally come out of my mouth to you, I need somebody to say to me, everything's going to be okay. Uh, they are at home for the next four, and I could feel very different about things depending on how this uh, four-game homestand goes. They match up against uh, New Jersey this evening. Craig Berube spoke to the media earlier today and uh, went through uh, the game plan as they match up against the Devils tonight. Yeah, special teams are really important tonight. Um, you know, our penalty kill is going to be really – has to be really sharp for sure. we got to be disciplined too at the same time. And then power play – you know, again, it's going to be important. They they have an aggressive kill, so we're going to have to move puck quick, pucks quick, and they got to go to the net because if you keep, you know, passing around, dusting it off, eventually they're going to kill that play. So, you know, I thought our guys this morning were looking to shoot pucks right away, and that was a good sign. So it's the pucks got to go to the net, and these guys in the power play. He was asked uh, specifically about uh, the the Devils' power play and and the Blues' PK and how that can be successful. I think the little things, winning the face-off, clearing the puck for one, and then having a good stand-up ice and and not allowing clean entries and making them maybe dump it in. You got to then you then you're in a battle and you can win that battle and get it out and and try to frustrate them that way. And then the other side of it is knowing your two on ones out there as a as a player and and your job and you got to have great sticks. It's really important to have good sticks and then you're going to have to eat some pucks and when that puck goes to the net. You know, again, it's about collapsing and winning those battles at the net and, and getting it clears. The, the little things tonight would be really important in the, in the PK. Great sticks, eat pucks. There's there's your six, the, uh, the recipe for success. So what does this Devils team do well that's going to especially challenge the Blues tonight? Well, tons of skill for sure with Hughes, starting with Hughes. You know, he's obviously a, a great player and he's having a great year. It's a great start here to the year, so he runs it. And um, Dougie Hamilton's an elite shooter and he's got great great mobility and eyes up for a big man. Um, he's a dangerous weapon out there for them. And again, it's just the puck movement and, and, the, and the speed that they move the puck and get, they get it to the net. I want to talk about a couple individuals. Braden Shen has had a slow start to the season, and Baruby did say that they're really waiting on him to get going. Well, he's kind of been a streaky scorer throughout his career. Um, you know, I know it's 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 obviously the scoring part of is getting to everybody. I mean, that's part of the hockey. If you're not scoring and you're a skilled player. Um, and you're counted on the score. It, it wears on a player, and it's it's not an easy, it's not easy for him. Like, but so at the same time, you just got to stick with the process of it all, and you got to stick with what you do, and you got to play the game. Like, it's not can't cheat for offense because that's going to hurt the team. So you got to keep playing in your structure and be predictable, and go you know go to the hard areas of the ice when you're not scoring and and get some greasy goals. I. I really, that's what it boils down for me. Um, when you're not, your shooting's not great right now, you're not scoring, you're getting some opportunities, they're not going in. 
like you go to the net and, and get some greasy goals. And, you know, that's what our whole team has to do. That's got to be our mindset right now because we're not scoring. Um, and, you know, skilled guys and top players are going to start squeezing their sticks and things like that, and we don't want that to happen. So just trust the process and, again, go to the net more and get some greasy goals around the net. The uh, defensive pairings tonight look like this. Nick Letty and Colton Pareko, Tori Krug and Justin Falk, and then Marco Scandella and uh, Robert Bertuzzo. Uh, Scott Perinovich uh, does remain out of the lineup, and Baruby was asked about that situation. I haven't minded Prune. Like, he's practicing hard. He's trying to do the right things. And, again, it's, again he's got to be patient. More of a consideration when the power play is struggling right now. Well, we put him in on the road for two games, and the power play wasn't any better. So, again, that's part part of the process why we put him in in there in the power. And I'm not putting it all on Prune, but we put him in for two games, and you know it didn't make the power play any better at that point. But that's not saying that he's not going to be on the power play down the road. So, right now, he's not in the lineup. Ruby does not pull punches when he talks. This is the Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.